0: Welcome to the Innovate CT Podcast. well uh, Welcome back to the Innovate CT Podcast. Uh, excited to have another awesome guest lined up, and and this is someone uh, I have one of the the three uh, right. I, I think Patrick, that's correct. There's three founders of yes. the Nutmeg Institute, uh, and I'm lucky enough to have Patrick Whalen one of the three, uh, with us for the Innovate TV podcast. So, uh, Patrick, thanks for joining us. Nick, thanks for having me. I really appreciate this. Well, I think it's, I think it's going to be fun. And, uh, just so everyone knows. So the Nutmeg Institute, uh, is a, um, it, I think it really started out as an initiative and it's now really, you know, it's its own entity that you Michael field and Trish Clark started. And I really would love to hear the story uh, about, you know, who you are, Patrick and, and, uh, you know, what is the Nutmeg Institute? So if you want to kind of break that down for us, uh, I'd love to hear about that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, So Nutmeg is, you know, our official tagline is focusing on and celebrating and inspiring the creators of tomorrow with the storytellers of today. That's a little bit of a mouthful. Um, What we're really hoping to do is prepare the next generation of storytellers, of filmmakers in and around Connecticut And uh, use the people who are already in the state working in those industries, telling those stories, using different forms of media to help us do that. Um, Myself, uh, Trish, and Mike were all um, various levels of filmmakers. Trish herself, uh, she went to college for it, she came out, she had worked at VH1 and on the Rosie O'Donnell show. And then came to Connecticut and brought the 48-hour um, the film project, which is a timed film competition. Uh, filmmakers have 48 hours to write, edit, film, uh, short you know, a short film. Um, and so we've been doing that for about eight years. And with Mike, uh, he's, he's our writer. He's our director. He's a member of the Writers Guild. He's written short films, uh, web series, a feature and uh, is an author of a couple books at this point. And then for myself, you know, I've worked with them in various aspects, uh, helping on different film festivals, uh, helping on set and producing a couple of the uh, other shorts in the web series. Um, What we had realized through our different travels and then our travels together in this industry was that, especially in Connecticut, it's very separate. It's it's little islands here of people doing things, um, not really knowing what the other person is doing, or what the other group is doing. And we really wanted to, at first, unite everybody, bring everybody together, and, and share that wealth of knowledge that we have. And then, you know, kind of use it to help um, up and coming storytellers. And um, one of the big things that we've done now is reach out to community partners, um, organizations like Ed Advance and Skills21. And boys and girls club, and, and partner with them, and use our knowledge of the film industry, of filmmaking, and look to um, educate students and get them excited about um, filmmaking, and, and really kind of drive, you know, what's powerful about it home to them.
0: So, so I want to I want to unpack a couple things that you yeah. stated. So, and and it's I think it's unique because. The three of you have, you know, a pretty, like, pretty good variety of backgrounds, and I, I checked out all of you on LinkedIn, and you've all done a variety of, of different things, and I'm, I'm gonna guess that that's been really positive because you each bring a different perspective to, you know, what you're, what you're trying to do with the Nutmeg Institute, which I think is probably fantastic, but at the same time, you all have a passion around storytelling, filmmaking, you know, making movies, et cetera. So I, I wonder. And and, me, and you know that my innovate Connecticut initiative is all about you know focusing on innovation in the education space in mm-hmm. the state, and you know it's funny because when people think about education, they immediately think of school. However, education is a lot more than I mean, what you, what you're doing here is also education. It's just it's just a little bit different from a formal you know a formal curriculum in school. So that's why I thought it would be awesome to, to have you on have you on the podcast and hear what you got, hear what you're up to in this space. But I want to I want to go back a little bit a little bit further. So, you 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 know you mentioned that this this all started out of the forty eight hour film project, and so did you did the three of
1: you meet in college? Did the three of you meet in high school? Like where did where did you guys meet? So um, to tell that story, I got to back up just a little bit um, to kind of my own introduction into the film industry. And that goes back to the mid to late 2000s in Connecticut when they launched an official film industry training program. And what that did was it brought in real professionals to teach us how to make short films and and prepare us for a life on set. Uh, It was it was a, a great program. It was a great opportunity. Uh, It was hosted by Quinnipiac University and and partnered with the Connecticut Film Office. Uh, It was the film office at the time. Now it's the Connecticut Office of Film, Television and Digital Media. Um, So I did that back in 2009. Shortly afterwards, one of the, the guys that I went through the program with invited me to work on set of a web series for his boss, who his boss happened to be Mike. And that's how I met Mike. You know, it was a series called Puzzle Maker's Son. We shot back in two thousand nine. Uh, from there, Mike and I worked on a couple different series. Uh, scenes from the movies being one of them. And then it was, I believe, in on an off track. Mike had met Trish through mutual partners um, that we we had known and worked with. So he was working with her, and I was working with him. And then, believe it was about January twenty fifteen the three of us were on set together on, on a short that Mike had written and was directing called the trans candidate. And at that point, Trish kind of dragged me on and said, can you do, um, can you help me with the 48 hour film project? And I did. And, and so we've been working together for a while. And, and through that, we've, um, we connected on a couple different film festivals, um, one up in Vermont, one down here in new Haven. And then, um, so we always knew we wanted to continue to to do things together. And, you know we had filmed uh projects together we had produced things but we wanted to do a little bit more and so that's when we decided okay you know let's come together we work well together on set we work well together you know producing things and and coming up with ideas so was, we thought that nutmeg was the next logical step uh to like you said we come from different backgrounds and use that experience and, and our different strengths to pair with our different weaknesses. No,
0: I, I always just, I love, I love hearing the story. I mean, you're a storyteller, so you get it. I love hearing yeah. the story about how things like this start and then, you know, how to, how does an initiative start or an event start or a project start? So, you know, I appreciate you you sharing that. So, so do you, 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 know, you, you the three of you met, you, you worked together on the 48 hour film project. You start the Nutmeg Institute. Is this is this everyone's full time job at this point, to you know focus on the Nutmeg Institute, which again you know the whole idea is to celebrate and inspire the creators of tomorrow, or is this something that you guys are all doing while having
1: full time jobs? This is something we're all doing while having full time jobs. Um, Mike works for uh, movie theaters in Milford. Trish is HR for the city of New Haven, and I work uh, for an insurance company. So we're all you know, burning the midnight oil, so to speak, and, and, you know, making sure that this can be a reality and and maybe eventually it's a full-time job. We'd love that to, to happen and uh, to materialize, but it doesn't come without, you know, putting in the hours beforehand. And so that's, that's something that we're, you know, we're, we're grinding with every day. Yeah, no, and it takes time. and, 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 you know, one of the things I've loved about my
0: Innovate Connecticut initiative is I love showcasing all the cool, again, Initiatives, projects, nonprofits, groups, events throughout the state, mm-hmm. and you know, you know, you guys, according to LinkedIn, are only you're less than a year old at this point, right? So, you know, to your point, it does take time, and uh, I think it's and it's going to evolve too. You know, I tell people the story when I started Innovate Connecticut. It was I was focused on broad innovation across the state. That was in you know spring of 2016, and I quickly realized that my scope was just too large which is why I narrowed it on innovation in the education space. So, you know, I think it's, um, it's just stuff it's evolves, I think is my point. So, you know, you know kudos to you guys for, for coming up with a vision and trying to make it happen. So, so what I want to know is, obviously, you know, you guys have a vision, you know, to help, you know, connect, again, you know, young storytellers and, and creators with, with, with professionals. How do you go about doing that? So tell me, you know, I understand the concept how do you make it happen? Like, what do you do events? Do you do, um, like speaker series? Do you have Mm -hmm. social media? Like,
1: what do you guys do? So the first thing that we do, uh, and the first thing that we came up with was, um, what we call their nutmeg gazette series on our blog. And, and that was me stealing liberally and, and kudos to, to Derek Jeter for his players tribune idea, which if you're unfamiliar with it, it has, um, athletes write in their own words about their experiences and it could be anything from you know the five toughest guys they played against to you know a social cause that they want to stand up for what we wanted to do was give um filmmakers especially focusing on connecticut ones at first a chance to talk about their experiences so we have you know we have everything from a, a young woman who's just starting uh her career you know between producing and makeup artistry to um, a journeyman cinematographer who could quite possibly be nominated for an Emmy award on his work for glow season two and, and fingers crossed we hope so because we love him and, and his work is fantastic but it's that range of voices that we, we really like to gather and capture um, so that you know we could write articles about how to light something. We could write articles about what a director should be doing, but we really believe that it's best to learn from a person who's out there doing it in their own words. And so that's, that's what that experience is for. Um, we've expanded that into a couple different other series. Uh, one being what we call our nutmeg conversation conversations, uh, which are just like a Q and a style, same idea. Just, just kind of, driving home some of more of the, the, the deeper points um, and then a work in progress series. So creators can come to us and say, Hey, we have this series in mind where either fundraising or we're editing. And these are the parts we're at in production right now. Um, and we'll, we'll put it up there and then they'll tell us a little bit about it. So it gives it more exposure. And that's the big thing that indie filmmakers are always looking for is that exposure. So that's something um that's kind of the soft stuff that we're doing, uh, just in terms of keeping content out there and keeping people connected with, uh, the different worlds. And then on the other side of it, um, yeah, we do workshops, we do, uh, training classes. So like last year, uh, as we were first starting out, we had, um, a script writer, a screenwriter, author, script consultant come out from LA. He was native to Connecticut and, you know, we did a, a screenwriting workshop, um, for, to help people. So that was an all day event that, you know, we had great turnout for. And then now we've turned it more into, um, the, the, the younger education. So we'll go and, and we'll, we'll teach some programs, uh, like I said, with the boys and girls club or with different schools. And, and so there's that. And then the final piece would be, um, consulting with film festivals so we're helping out with the mystic film festival for their first annual year which is kicking off october 18th through the 21st or 22nd i believe um so we're going to help them kind of find some panelists uh fill in some spaces so they can hear from different voices and then likewise for the new haven documentary film festival so bringing in those those uh industry professionals that we know and giving them another platform and, and giving people a chance to, to meet and connect with them.
0: No, that, I mean, that that's a lot, right? I mean, yeah.
1: That's, uh, for, for less
0: than a year, that's a lot that the three of you are doing. So, you know, kudos to you guys. And I think you mentioned earlier, you mentioned something with Ed Advance. Um, can you talk a little bit more about the, the, the Ed Advance project?
1: Yeah. So Ed Advance, um, for those who don't know, and I definitely, think you can get them on the podcast that they're great. Um, They're great partners. They're great people. Um, They really care about what they do. And what they do is providing uh, extended educational services out to students and schools and and board of eds and everything. And so what we're doing with them, um, back up a little bit with them. We had connected uh, a couple of years ago. They run an 84 hour film challenge. And so when I saw that and we were running the 48, I said, hey, you know, we should connect. You know, we we obviously do similar things. And, and from there, we've really enjoyed the partnership. We help them every year with judging um, their student film festival and then uh, presenting the awards, which is an amazing, amazing event. Uh, it happens at the end of May. And you get to see these these kids and these students who, who put out such great work and, and have so much pride in their work and are just you know, these are the first of many film awards that they're they're going to win. And, and it's exciting to see that. Um, so what we've done with them and what we did last year, too, is we partnered with them on uh, a Boys and Girls Club program at the Waterbury Boys and Girls Club. They uh, received a grant from NBC Connecticut. And so they hired us to teach a digital media program. Uh, it was a great opportunity uh, after school, we did about 10 weeks with the students, uh, middle school aged. Um, and so the great thing about that was, we gave them the chance to tell the story they wanted to tell. And, and while we provided the tools and the technical, technical knowledge and everything. Um, the kids really took over and, and, you know, told the story they wanted to tell, which, as they were coming up with them and brainstorming, it was about bullying, and it was about fitting in, which was, you know, we didn't really influence that. We didn't say you have to pick this topic or that. That's what they came up with. So that, that's interesting. So it was really something that was, yeah, it was something that was interesting. It was something that was cool. It was something that was extremely powerful uh, in terms of what they want to talk about and, and tell in today's age. Um, So we've continued that relationship with at advance. Uh, so now we're going to be, um I believe it's, yeah, I believe it's next week or the, or the first week of October, second week of October, um, working at the Torrington Middle School through, through ed advanced programs to teach a similar course. And that's going to run through the, through the whole school year in, in different intervals. So similar idea um, in, in giving them a chance to learn the tech, learn the, the material, but really give them a hands-on experience. You know, we could throw a textbook at them not literally, but, you know, just open a textbook and have them right. read it.
0: No, yeah. <laughs> Not literally.
1: I don't, I don't want to get in trouble with anybody, there. Um, but have them, have them open a textbook and read it and say, oh, OK, that's cool. But what we like to do is this hands on experience of, OK, you're behind the camera now. You're in front of the camera. You're holding the the, the boom mic and, and have them rotate in it and have them see what works and give them the you know, control as a director and, and, you know, for a lot of them it might be something that they've, they've never had and that they really relish that opportunity. Yeah,
0: no, I mean, I think that makes it real. I, I think the, the hands-on, uh, like experimentation, <clears throat> similar to the idea of a, of a makerspace, right? I think it makes it real yeah. for students, which I think is fantastic. So you'll have to let us know how that goes. And, um, you know, hopefully you can maybe take some pictures if, if, the, if the school allows that and you can get it up on your, your blog and then social media. Cause that, that sounds fantastic. So i want to pivot a little because I think you you you've given the audience like a really good understanding of what what you know what the N Institute is, why you're doing it, but I want to talk about the technology piece for a second because mm-hmm. you know it's a little bit different now than when I went to high school right and i and I graduated from high school in ninety nine we didn't have cell phones in our pockets with you know four k camera cameras right it right. it was very different then so how has I, what I, what I, what I want to hear from you, since you're obviously um, really in tune with the technology, how has the technology enabled more people to get into storytelling and filmmaking as the prices come down and the technology has advanced?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. And, and I was the same way. You know, I finished high school 2007. We were still editing uh, class projects on videotape. And that was, um, you know, my, my partner's joke that I'm the young one, but I still remember that thing. Um, yeah, I mean, the smartphones give everybody an opportunity to give everybody a voice. I don't think, um, everybody fully knows how to take advantage of it. You know, that they, they know how to whip out their phone and, and film their friends at a party, or they know how to, um, you know, w- whatever it might be. I think, you know, honing those skills is something that we want to, um, uh, go in on and, and you know, that could be, I think, uh, you know, dialing back up that, you know, we lost a great storytelling tool with Vine. I know that sounds crazy. And if you watch the compilations on YouTube, they're not, they're funny, but they're not fantastic, but there are ones out there that they were taking full advantage of that six second time frame. They were, they had editing, they had cuts, they had props, they had everything in there. They had a story and they had a script. And I think, you know, that's something that we kind of lost in the way. Um, and, and being able to, to pull out your camera and not have to know you know all the technical aspects of like white balancing and and, and how does the sound check out um, that's great and and you could you know what we wanted to encourage some of the students uh, that we've done projects with is um, that they they don't have to have all the all the tech and all the tools they could they could take their camera out they can start filming and they could edit it right there and you know, that's that's something that is, you know, we do want to drill home and say you have the power to do this. Uh, you have the power to, you know, go get your friends, go make a movie, go put it on YouTube and then keep doing it and keep doing it. Your first one's not going to be great. Your second one's not going to be great. Right. But to you it is in the moment. And that's that's what we want you to know. And then the next one's going to be better and, and so on and so on. And yeah, you don't have to. You know, filmmaking is an extremely expensive art. It's, it's expensive in the tech. It's expensive in the time, uh, if you consider that a cost. And then also you need people. You know, it's hard to do it on your own. And um, if you could eliminate some of the barriers like the expense of the tech with what you already have in your, your pocket, you're on your way already. And I think that's something that we want to make sure that uh, kids these days know you know, that they can do and they could grab their friends from school and say, okay, let's go do something.
0: No, I, mean, I think those are great points. And
1: it's one of those things that, and that's why I
0: think your hands on, you know, work you do in, in with students is, is such a great idea because to your point, you know, you might have this phone in your pocket that takes these great videos, but if you don't know how to necessarily shoot with it or, but mm-hmm. I think is honestly one of the really hard parts for students is the editing to your point. Um, because editing video, um, depending on what quality it is, can really take up. You know, it can really require a really, really you know, nice computer to do it with, and expensive mm-hmm. software. So I agree with you. I think the editing is a whole separate, you know, kind of whole separate ball game from even yeah. the uh, from even the shooting. So, um, so I want to I want to go back to, and I and I just wanted to make sure we, we hit on that because yeah. I think, you know, obviously I, I love innovation and I love how technology is really I think. I think I think the technology and, and the, the cost of technology um, coming down so much, I think, has opened up a lot of opportunities for people that didn't have them before in the education space. And I think this would be one of those opportunities. So I think uh, I, I just wanted to kind of get your thoughts on that. But back to um, you know what you're doing for the state and Connecticut and the whole digital media industry in general. So you know, it's interesting because I don't think a lot of people realize we have a really robust digital media industry in Connecticut. And you know I think a lot of people think of uh, the the big names right they think of e s p n they think mm-hmm. of they think of nBC sports, they think of blue sky, they think of w w e right and 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 I think those four maybe kind of just jump to people's tongues mm-hmm. but there's a lot more than just those four juggernauts out there from a digital media perspective and I'd love to kind of hear just your thoughts on where the industries come 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 from you know, where it's going with, you know, with technology, and everything like that. And then how do we, how can we better as a state pipeline students to a lot of these great jobs from, you know, middle school, high school and college into, into companies?
1: Yeah. And I think that is a, um, so one thing that we were noticing, there was a lot of great film. There's a lot of great digital media programs, uh, college programs. So university programs, Sacred Heart has them, Quinnipiac, obviously, uh, University of Connecticut now has their digital media and design program. And through that, we saw the rise of uh, a similar initiative, uh, you know, a similar initiative to what you're doing, but with the digital media focus with Digital Media Connecticut. And that's that's headed by one of the professors down at UConn Stanford. Um, and they want to you know, they're doing the same thing. And, and, you know, which is why we've you know shied more towards the film than the digital media. But we see the need for both um you know one of the things that you know we see that's important and you saw our backgrounds and and it's they're diverse and they're not strictly film focused or they're not strictly uh, media focused is you know we feel like these skills are adaptable to other industries to other careers to uh, other opportunities and you know like you said there's there's the big names there's those tentpole uh digital media companies here but then there's also um micro production studios you know little commercial houses um you know we're we're great friends with a wonderful team up in danbury our media that has been thriving for 20 plus years um doing studio work um and it's really about you know finding where you fit in and you know, adapting your skills to whatever you're doing, and I think we're going to see a lot more companies um, go towards that digital media route. And and you know whether it's um, expanding their offerings from these these major companies, or it's it's other companies getting into the mix. So like, you know, insurance is always looking away for a way to connect with customers. They want you know, it's not working like it used to, where you know somebody's going to call and call you and and want to quote and everything. You, you got to go reach out. You got to make, uh, you got to connect to them. And, and whether it's connecting with a story through the digital platforms that we're used to now, or it's, it's connecting another way, you're going to need um, digital storytellers to do it. And I think that's, I think that's something that we want to always keep in mind is how do we take these skills? How do we adapt these skills? and not just pigeonhole these kids into like, okay, you did this program with us. You're going to be a filmmaker. No, you know, right? what are you going to do? Um, what are you going to do with the, you know, what can what else can you do with the skills too? And, and you know, to, to bring in some film jargon, I guess, um, you know, if you, as an assistant director on set, you know, you know how to manage things, you know how to schedule tasks. Um, You're taking on a a massive project and and it's all about project management there. Same thing with a producer. It's, it's budgeting, it's leadership, it's problem solving, you know, on the fly. And, you know, uh, script supervisors, it's attention to detail, it's patience. It's, you know, these things that are going to be, those are, you know, resume building words. I think that, a lot of kids are going to want to be able to say, yeah, I did this. And that's why I can help you. Um, you know, especially as they they work their way up through high school and through, um, through college and everything. It's, it's, you know, we, we'd we love for them to say, okay, yeah, you know, I made a short film in, in, in high school through this program. I think, you know, now I can go and, and do something in college that could lead me to a job doing something, you know, telling brand stories and, you know, We're not expecting, we'd love it, but we're not expecting every kid to come out of here and be the next Steven Spielberg. But if you could come out and be able to tell stories for businesses and tell stories for other people, uh, I think that's, that's powerful too. Well, and and look,
0: if you look at, we're going through the fourth industrial revolution right now. And if you look at how we need to help prepare the next generation and even today's generation to work with you know, artificial intelligence, automation, Mm -hmm. robotics, technology. The way we work is going to change dramatically. And a lot of what you read, if you read anything from like the World Economic Forum, you know, in different different organizations like that, the soft skills are really what a lot of employers are going to be looking for moving forward. And storytelling is consistently in those lists. Mm -hmm. So being able to, you know, take information, develop insights, and then tell a story with it to name the audience yes and so yeah i mean you're right you might not be producing the next steven spielberg but if you can if you can teach these students the value of storytelling i, I to, to your point i think that's tra- translatable to so many different industries uh it, it's a fantastic skill to have so it's it truly is a life skill and mm-hmm. it's not something that we necessarily focus on enough in you know either Kindergarten through 12th grade or college, I think. So, so kudos to you guys in the vision. So, I'll, I'll close. I'll close with this, um, Patrick. So mm-hmm. where, where where do you guys go from here? So, you're approaching your one year anniversary. If if I was to ask you, Patrick, it, the end of not 2018, but the end of 2019, where
1: you think Nutmeg Institute will be? What, what what's your vision? Um, I keep doing what we're doing. And that's um, you know, continue to find unique partnerships, continue to get um connected with schools and other similar resources, uh, after school programs, things where we could attract students to us or, or we could go to them to, you know, help influence their their storytelling career. Uh really just, just continue to expand uh what we're doing. And I think um yeah, we obviously want to grow, and, and you know we we'd love for this to be a full time thing, but we're not naive enough to think it'll happen overnight. And we're going to keep continuing to plug along and, and continuing to grow. And, and we have some projects in mind, uh, but what we really want to do is continue to make an impact and continue to get our brand out there in a way that's meaningful to um, to our audience. And and our audience being you know current filmmakers, current storytellers to Uh, the next generation. And and that's something that we're playing around with. Um, You know, I, I keep going back to a quote, uh, a friend of ours had had recently said, she's an educator, uh, amazing woman. You know, she she was on a podcast recently that said, you know, kids need to learn or or at least remember how to fail. Um, For us, I think it's kids need to remember how to be or, or learn how to be creative and to explore and and to tell those stories that they want to tell. And, you know, that's what we want to continue to do and, and open up those opportunities. And so that means being in more schools. If that means, um, you know, finding a, a home that we can go to and offer programs ourselves from there, that's, you know, those are all goals that are on the horizon.
0: Yeah, so what I would say is this you know, keep at it. I know, obviously, like you said, it's especially when you have a full-time job, this is a, it's more of a passion project and it's a lot of work, but I think what you're doing is is obviously valuable. And uh, I'm sure you see the positive impact you're having on students, which is, you know, I'm sure very rewarding for you. So, so yeah, let's stay in touch. Love, would love to hear uh, in the future, you know, other successes you you may want to share with us. And uh, as you continue to, you know, expand what the reach of what you, you, the three of you do. So, uh, thanks for what you're doing for Connecticut and the students of Connecticut, and uh, hopefully we talk soon. Yeah, no, thank you.
1: I appreciate you having me on, and, and this is great.
0: If you would like to get involved with Innovate CT, please visit our website at www.innovatect.org. There, you can find links to our social media. We currently are active on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, and hope to hear from you soon. Thank you.